Yeah, you're all in. All right, sorted. And there we got it. Right. All right, sorted. You ready? You happy with your soundboard? Yeah. Something original, please. All right. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Welcome to the second episode of the Wading Podcast. All right, I'll start again. <laughs> yeah, I'll start again. I'm, yeah. no, I'm not using Please that do the assalamu alaikum again. Should I just go Please. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, two views of you. Like, what the? <laughs> what have we walked in on here? Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu All right, guys. Welcome to the second episode of the Wading Podcast. Uh, before we go into the introductions and the usual stuff, last week some comments made offline between us was that the you felt either I should have or you guys needed to do more in terms of introducing yourselves. Yeah. Now is a prime time for you to say a little piece about yourself. So, as it is in the Muslim tradition, we go to our right. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> to my right we have <laughs> should, have should have given myself a bit of time to prepare um, So I'm Cass, uh, short for Cassim. I'm Abbas's older brother, I've got two other brothers as well Known Wade for countless years now So he's my brother as well from another um, Mid-30s, born and raised in Sheffield Always been in God's County Although I have moved here, there and everywhere uh, massively into hip hop, massively into streetwear and, and, and sneakers. So that's probably one of the things that you might notice as we go along is I'll probably have a different pair on foot as we <laughs> every week, hopefully. Even though you can't see his feet? It's all right. We'll, we'll do a cutaway shot or something. We'll have to have a sneaker segment. <laughs> no, but where's this spare <laughs> for? That's <laughs> it. We can have a sneaker <laughs> cam. <laughs> <laughs> There Sponsored by Sneaks and Beats. And they'll get more views at all. I ain't sponsoring it. <laughs> I'm hoping Nike or somebody no, come in. Somebody, somebody will come in, definitely, for sure. for sure. Which is going to bring me, actually, to, to, a, to a segment in a minute. Uh, and a little light-hearted story, as well as being a brother from another. Casimovi is my old landlord. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a story for another episode. I hope you had you. I hope you had you living in slum-like conditions. Let's not go there. The conditions were enough that I didn't have to pay rent. That's what I <laughs> Will you um, just take the the mouse? Can okay, you just hover it over on the left? And yeah, just slowly down. Can you see what it says Yeti in that bar's zooming up and down? Yeah. There's a grey bar underneath it. There. Yeah. Just there, grab that, just move it a bit more to the left. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. calm down. That's it. Let go, let go of it. Let go of the button. Yeah, that uh -huh. should be your, yeah, bring it a bit more down. Let's bring that level down a bit, it's going to be a bit too loud. Uh... <laughs> alright, yeah, that should be alright. That should be alright, I don't want to say <laughs> I've just spotted a comment from I Hate Podcast who uh, has commented lots of legs on show. How much you know, thank you very much. And great storyteller Joe responded, <laughs> sex sells. <laughs> it's, it's true, it's 100% true. But firstly, thank you for not making a racist comment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and to my left we have... Uh, so I'm Abbas, uh, I've known Wade for over 10 years now. Um, uh, a bit about me, um, as Cass said in his intro, I'm his younger brother, uh, also born and raised in Sheffield. Um mad about sports a bit of a fitness and running freak so there might be there might be references to that going forward i think we 
loosely mentioned the Peloton last week. Uh, I am a paid-up Peloton member for my sins. It means you must have some coin. I mean... No, it's all going to Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was out in the club making it rain last night because of Freedom Day. Me a benefiting kind. Um, no, um, in all seriousness, um, yeah, like I said, known Wade for 10 years or, or even more than that. Um, and uh, yeah, just interested in all sorts as you'll come to know. That's a really bad best man speech if you had to do a speech at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What, How what, long have you known him? 10 years? More than 10 years. <laughs> oh, more than 10 years. Yeah, more than 10 years. Spent a lot of time with me old cobbler over here. The old in the cobbler. In the old sauna. It feels like we're in a sauna today. I know it does blind you today. Current conditions. How scared to bring the fan in in case it affects yeah. the audio. Yeah, no, no. And yeah. in the background, do you want to just bob your head in front? It's that camera over there on top of the screen. <laughs> on top of the screen. He's done it. He's, He's just giving his oh, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, good. Do you want to say a little bit about yourself? No? All right. I'm just going to put on the back. Super Saiyan Faison. His name's not Faison, that's him. <laughs> that's him. No, but he's Saiyan, so we've got to call him Faison. He's like, what are you on about? Yeah, yeah. He, did, he looked at you like, eh? <laughs> I think it was a Super Saiyan that went over his head. Generational thing. Right, let's get straight into it. Hey, the way in podcast. Stay tuned in, you don't want to miss it. Conversation that's so authentic. Come join right now. Let's go, let's get it. The way in podcast, based in the UK, and we got it popping. Talking about issues and so many topics. Never hold back, we gotta be honest. Talking out many scenarios and breaking down actions and the consequences. I admit it's getting intense with Wade hosting. You don't really want to miss it. The way in podcast, the way in podcast. Let's go. All right, so how was your weekend, guys? Let's start with that. From since we last recorded, anything happened? Anything interesting? Anything you want to talk about? I spent my I spent Saturday in glorious Derbyshire. Oh yeah, in the yeah. Peaks, at Bakewell. Oh, right. that was lovely. Who with? Uh, with my parents All and right, yeah, my nice, niece nice. and my sister. It was uh, yeah, it was a nice time. Had uh, fish and chips by the river. Oh, of course we are. <laughs> English tradition, you know yeah. what I mean? We have integrated. You yeah. Know. <laughs> it sounds like romantic. Yeah, there. Did, sure, the, sure it was with the family because I've got no uh, photographic evidence that oh. he was there, to be fair. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, Cassie. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because you weren't there. Exactly. So I don't know what happened. But why did you get invited? I did. I was told He's... that they were going to go at three o'clock. Yeah. So half past two when I ring them, they're already having fish and chips and bake while I was at work. <laughs> Um, yeah. we, we don't want to interrupt his marital bliss yeah yeah, yeah of course that's fine I had a really lazy day on Saturday to be fair I didn't leave the house until half past six yeah went to the park had a went for a walk had some ice cream and ordered some nice nice food <laughs> really nice food just had a chill that day on Saturday then Sunday we had a family birthday Hang on, where was the food from I don't really want to be giving out uh, does it start with I and end in S <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> Can you get, but no, it wasn't ISIS either. Are people are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are known to be good cooks. <laughs> no, it was a smash burger place. It's I just forgot all INS. Imran's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where um, are you being? Nice, you thought ISIS. <laughs> You actually thought actually because they had a burger van. Yeah, <laughs> black flag. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
No, it was a smash burger place and some wings and Instagram only. They do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's it. So they only literally serve three days a week. Really nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and then on Sunday, um, we had a family birthday, so literally just spent the day with the family on Sunday. Um, we ended up quite close to here, actually. We ended up in Akbar's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, free publicity again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Akbar's, if you listen. Um, so we went out for a nice Hit meal. Hit up Went for a nice meal, and then just uh, went back and had some cupcakes and stuff. But it was just red hot this weekend. Absolutely red hot this weekend. Red hot today again. Um, yeah, so there's probably going to be loads of sweat on us by the end. <laughs> you two are glistening. <laughs> I am absolutely <laughs> roasting. glistening. Like roasting. Will you get me that handheld fan, please? Yeah. I need it big time. All right, so I'm going to start with a couple of things that happened over the weekend. A couple of like... Well, um, Mushy, before we move on, how yeah. was your weekend? Well, I'm going to get into it. So okay. my weekend, obviously, Hizan was here. Hizan's my six-year-old boy. Uh, he wanted to go watch the new release of Space Jam. So oh, I took him to the sick. cinema to watch Space Jam. How was it? I'll get to that oh. one, right? Because that oh. one's going to come up. Oh. So I'll start with a couple of... Well, so there's three things that happened during that period of just going to the cinema that annoyed me. Okay. First one. Start of the film, we go to the Metal Hall Cinema and it's chock-a-block, right? Mm. It's fully sold out. Fair enough. It was about 15 minutes before the start. Jumped in the car straight over to uh, Cineworld, Entertainment. Get over to it. Get inside. It's dead. Right? So they've got us in one of the big screens, that screen A. Shitload of seats. So Fiaz gets the seats right in the middle. Row L. There's nobody else about, right? Great. Before we go in, I say, look, boys, I just want to go and have a quick cheeky uh, slash. Right? Well, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Still, you said a well touch there. All right. So we you know how they said sex sells. Sex sells, yeah, yeah, it's a bit too much. Yeah. yeah. I thought it meant, you know, cheeky tab or something outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so go in, go into it, and uh, toilet's empty. You know what Cine was like, about 12, 15 urinals. Just go straight to one in the corner. Oh, no. Great. I can see what's going oh, on. Oh, no. Guy comes in, <laughs> 12 empty urinals. He comes to the one right next to me. Oh, damn. Wow. Now, what the fuck are you playing at? Wow. Like, why are you coming over to here? Wow. Right? So, obviously, imagine the urinals, the uh, walls there, because that's the corner one, right? So, I'm obviously twisting myself a little bit, because I don't want no dirty perv having a cheeky pee. <laughs> Otherwise, why else is he next to me? On top of that, he's got his hand out and he's texting or taking pictures. I don't know what the hell he's doing, right? <laughs> or Creepy, weird pictures. ass, you know what I mean? How old? I'm going to say mid-40s at least. Did he have a long coat on? <laughs> he did not. <clears throat> anyway, so obviously, you know what? Because you can see movement to your left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Naturally, your eyes just kind of just like, you know, what's going on? Oh, no, oh, no, no, not oh, you. No. <laughs> no, 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 no need to compare because if I was stood at the urinal, he would have seen me as he walked in. So this guy's coming at me. I look to be left kind of thing. And he's looking towards me. Kind of, you know what I mean? So we're just stood there and I'm like, smiling. What the hell are you playing at? Anyway, so to make it even worse, he does it an about turn, doesn't wash his hands, just goes straight out. Yeah. Why is it, generally speaking, 
the white community refuse <laughs> to wash their hands when they leave the toilets. Not everybody, I'm not saying everybody, and I'm not saying it's the vast majority, but whenever somebody's going to leave the toilet without washing their hands, it's never an Asian blog. And then, share popcorn bag. But yeah, come on, touch everything <laughs> on the way into the we've, we, we've got We've got a few things to unpack here. Yeah. Firstly, coming up to the Euro right next to you, I mean, even pre-COVID, that was a massive no-no. We yeah. Well, the thing that, is, right? like, yeah, it is a massive no-no, but there is actually urinal oh, etiquette that correct. I didn't know about. That's exactly what I wanted was, to get on to next. There is urinal etiquette that I didn't know about until one of my mates from Newcastle uh, yeah. mentioned What me. Does this mean you go right next to the person that's No, at the end of the day, you just go, if you need a was, you just go to the nearest one, right? Sometimes if, you, if, you, if you're desperate, you're desperate. But the etiquette, urinal etiquette is... You always leave one space. Always we've, we've leave all, one space. We've all seen that My Wife and Kids right? episode, but haven't we? if you go in, if one's at one end, you take the you far end the one. As far as possible. And then the second one, third one goes into the middle. Exactly. And then you start segmenting your exactly. way out. Exactly. <laughs> that's just a, a known yeah. thing, right? Yeah, exactly. So even like COVID made this etiquette easier because what they're doing is they've blocked up one behind the yeah. every alternative around So you... You think people might start to understand that that's what it is. They might Granted, be. on a night out or where it's a trough instead of a separate urinal or whatever, right? You might you might get a little bit close because you're just trying to get do your business and do one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the cinema, that's that's unacceptable. I would have lodged a complaint. I'm not a... smirk, not looked at him and smirked at him and like give him a raised eyebrow like you probably <laughs> did. <laughs> we look at each other like. What are you doing? Move over there. Um, but that's that's etiquette that should be throughout the world. People should know about it. I, I've, I've got... should know about that. I mean... You know I mean? We, Did you know about that? I knew about that because there's a meme that's always going around on Instagram and all the other social media sites where it's a cross between if you're, if you're next to it so you don't use those. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it cut me. So even even Gen Z know about it. That's what I was going to say. I can't. I could not finish with somebody that close to me. <laughs> you were what never doing. They couldn't finish. My middle was and it's just the end. It's like what's going on? Well, well, it cut me mid floor. It's like <laughs> when you're at Manchester United, it, old Trafford. You got like you said those troughs, and it's just packed at half time. And I don't want a guy next to me when I've got me touching. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay. Right? Yeah, I get that. I right. get that. It's so, so, moving back to. Excuse me, the valid point. You should also have to open the door. You should also have to push open the door to get out. Should always be push and not pull. That is a good it's point. True, isn't it? That is a when good you're there point. trying to hold the handle with your pinky or yeah. like your elbow and trying to open it out because you just don't want to touch the handle. Yep. Or try to catch the door. Which has gone. Did you hear that? Wait, yeah. that was like extra long. Wait for yeah. the guy to leave. They do the disabled toilets that way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's always yeah, push yeah, out. That's always push out. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's not that it's not doable. They yeah, do yeah. do it. Yeah. But why are they going to be awkward about it? I just have no doors. I'll tell you what. Uh, 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 like they do the services, no doors. No doors on what? Oh, you're in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's also doable. A, a, a little side, but, a little story. Oh, go on, go on, I mean, go on. I was just going to finish off with talking about the hand washing situation. <laughs> <laughs> I hate podcasts. I hate podcasts. 
Very good I'm point. not singling it. I'm just saying, if somebody <laughs> were to leave without washing their hands, it wouldn't be the Asian community. That's it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, but maybe that. Maybe that's got religious connotations, not racial connotations. Yeah, yeah, of course. Obviously, like in our religion, in Islam, hygiene is very important. Yeah. And being clean is very important. So it's. I would say very uncommon in our community for you to, you know, have a cheeky waz and then walk off without, yep. having, you know, wash them. Ask so pop after I've had yeah. a zoopo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think I think you're definitely right. I think I hit podcast is definitely right because we've been out with lots of non-Muslims that aren't white that would behave in exactly the same yeah. way. Exactly. Alright, shall I rewind and say, alright, you wouldn't see a Muslim yeah. leave without washing their hands. There you go. Right, fair. So we'll just think about the other religions instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that we should note here as well is something really interesting that I heard, was not interesting, but it's kind of related to what we're talking about. Um, uh, what's his name now? John claude Van Damme was asked in, in an interview, like, what's the greatest piece of advice that you've ever had? Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've ever had? And he said, always wash your hands before you go for pee-pee. Before? Before you before go. you go. Because when you're out and about, you're shaking hands or you're touching stuff or whatever, oh, and yeah. you go to the toilet yeah. and whoop, he's like, wash your hands before you go. It's absolutely fine then because it's always clean. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. maybe, maybe we need to get that, clip it up, make it viral so everybody understands. Wash your hands before, before you go. Before you go. Yeah. If you're not going to do it afterwards, at least do it before. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, kids, wash your hands. That's what we're getting at. Wash your hands. Before and after pee pee. Before, before, yeah. before and after. And pee-pee. also, brush your teeth as well. Use some deodorant. On a side note, so I'm, on a separate occasion, I was at the cinema. Coming out, absolutely busting for a was. And it's not a Sheffield cinema, so I didn't know where to go. So I go in there and the toilets are on this side. So you go in and the guy holds the, he's holding the door open. So I've gone in and it's the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen in my life. And you know what, Jensen, you know me yeah, like yeah, yeah. absolutely piss everywhere. All the time <laughs> stuff, right? This was the cleanest thing I've ever seen in my life. Went in there and I'm like, whoa, this, where have I turned up? Like, bathrooms don't come this clean. Turns out he went to the ladies' toilet. Come out, washing your hands and everything, getting ready. Look through the mirror, woman walks in. <laughs> and I literally look at her through the mirror. She's looking at me through the door. And I went, This is the women's in it. She went, Yeah. <laughs> Didn't dry or anything. Straight out of that door, straight back in. Didn't even wash your hands. <laughs> no, I'm washing my hands. Just to confirm, I was washing my hands as we talked through the mirror. <laughs> as we talked. Alright, alright, alright. I'm going to say, is, have, we, have we touched on the two. Point two and point three of the things that annoyed you. Yeah, yeah so point two. So okay. point two, we get into the cinema. Yeah. Again, so just remember, it's dead. Like, there must have been a, a, a seater, or about 300 seats, you reckon, capacities of yeah, that yeah, screen, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there must have been no more than 50 people in there. Three people are sat in our seats. All the other centre ones, empty. And they've obviously booked it. Now, whether they booked it before, they must have booked it afterwards, right? Because why else are they sitting in the seat that's not theirs? So we go up and then they move across a few spaces to oh, the Did left. you ask them to move? Ask them to move. And I'm like, why would you do that? Right? Well, why do you just sit in the row behind them? He's there looking. Oh, right in front. Who's clear? You. Yeah. Why should I move? <laughs> I'll pay for them seats. Why am I going to mess around for that? It should be his inconvenience, right? No, but he's been. Uh, we're, we're in a COVID era, Mush. Yeah. 
You'd, I mean, if he's willing to sit in some random Forget seat, the yeah. era, what kind of about? etiquette is this guy going to be displaying Forget, wherever he's going? Forget, Forget the COVID etiquette, right? The guys, you, you've said yourself, the cinema was dead, yeah, right? So it's not like you're at a football game or somewhere else where somebody's going to come in and want your seat. Yeah, I don't know dead, that somebody else could have come. Another two hundred and fifty people. No, no, but somebody else could have come. That that was their seat yeah, that I'm maybe. now sat on. But also. There's a principle as a man, <laughs> right? What should happen? I mean, he yeah. says, no, this is my seat and now I'm his bitch. Yeah. How no, does that work? I don't think it was quite going to be that. I mean, exactly how it works. That's how it starts. That's exactly how it starts. That's exactly how it starts. Listen, this podcast... <laughs> that's how it starts. We're talking about piss. Kicking people off their seats. I think, I think the topic of this the, of this podcast has now been changed to toxic masculinity. Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how it starts. But if that's your cup of tea, then you know what I mean? Whatever, you know what I mean? We respect everybody's right, especially being allies. <laughs> and uh, anyway, and then going on to the third thing. So the third issue was with the film itself. Now, the film, I, well, it wasn't great. It wasn't as good as the original Space Jam, I felt. LeBron was a, a terrible actor. Really? And given that it's been, you know, like they say, about eight years in the making, was yeah. it? Yeah. You'd have think he'd have had at least five or six acting lessons, but nothing. I mean, <laughs> he was six. absolutely <laughs> shambolic. <laughs> He's been carrying the He probably did that five or six push. Yeah, seasons. but he has an off-season, though, doesn't he? And he must have had at least five or six. <laughs> I'm telling you, he didn't even have at least five or six. I mean, come on. Right? Anyway, but, but me... My issue with the film is the number of advertisements within the film. Okay. And it's getting to crazy, crazy levels. Right. And about you know, product like, placement and all that. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So he falls from the sky and instead of just making a hole in the floor where he, where he lands, it forms a Nike sign. Their okay. Space Jam uniforms endorsed by Nike, etc. There's a Nike film. There's very, no, but the thing is, it, it shouldn't be allowed. It's just constant, constant pushing of super expensive, unnecessary shit on children, right? Even Hizer was saying, oh, I want Nike shoes. Oh, I want Nike this, etc., etc." Stop it. I know. Tight comes out into the podcast. Can't do it. Can't afford it. Right? All because I've spent five quid on Space Jam and now I'm going to buy 50 quid shoes. But the point is, you get what I'm saying, right? That level of advertisements within films shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. It is a problem. If you ever watch Wreck It Ralph, another kids' <laughs> film, which is targeted at children, and there's a shitload of adverts then within yeah. it. That they've got, in my opinion, they've got to put a stop to it. It's not even something that's subtle and in the background. It is a blatant. I think with the Space Jam stuff, because of the hype that's behind it, is they're pretty much uh, they're pretty much like releasing a whole apparel range, sweatshirt range. Um, there's going to be like eight or nine different pairs of sneakers that are going to come out of it yeah. as well. So ultimately, they're going to try and recoup some of the money. LeBron James ain't going to be cheap. All the other people that they've used for, to voice that, there's a lot of NBA stars that are on there, they ain't going to be cheap. So I, I get I get what you're saying, but then I also get that they're going to try to recoup some of the cash that they're going to put into it. If they'd have used a proper actor, it would have been a three times better film. Yeah, probably grossed more money. Jump though. Eh? That proper actor probably couldn't jump though. Get out of here. Tom Cruise is four foot tall. He flies on airplanes and shit. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to see Tom Cruise in space time. No, but you'd get an, an equivalent like a... Two for one tree hill. No, no, no. Uh, I can't even think of a single young black actor now. Oh, on, somebody. Michael, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. 
No, he's in everything. I don't want to see him on it in, in, in again. <laughs> Although he is in this film as well. Is he? Yeah, there you go. tiny split Spoiler second. Alert. Spoiler alert. Wow. Um, Denzel, sir. No, but I mean like Morpheus, for example, right? Morpheus, Lawrence. that old man. Morpheus! I'm having a Michael Jordan to come out of retirement and get Morpheus to take it from here. I was saying if it was filmed. <laughs> wow. If it was filmed 20 wow. years ago, do you know what I mean? I'm like a Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, it's <laughs> Denzel. Pops from Blackish. Okay, this yeah, is, this is cut now. Morpheus is class. Morpheus is class now, isn't it? Come on, be right with me. Morpheus is... But I'm not Morpheus was filmed 20 years ago. Imagine it was filmed 20 years ago. But it wasn't Michael Jordan. You'd have Morpheus. He was, Morpheus, for, he was about 45, 50 then. That was the end. He was. Was he? Comfortably. Not like that, but yeah. When he was doing all that Comfortably, yeah. In 1999. Yeah. Yeah, and um, thingy. It, when he made Matrix, he was easily forties. Yeah, he was easily forties. He plays the granddad in Blackish now, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's and in the se- in the first season, he's an old man. I've only seen the first season. Late seasons are there. Apart from Will Smith, give me a name. <clears throat> Why not Will Smith? No, apart from because he's again in everything. Denzel would have been young. If you needed to save money, no, why Denzel would have been young. No, but why try? Why try? Why are you trying to replace the original, which is a cult classic? Yeah. No, if, no, we're talking about, if we're talking about late nineties, why would he use Michael Jordan? You did. No, what we're talking about here is is that instead of using the athlete, okay. you could have used an actor who would have been a, it would have been a better performance. Okay. And I'm not saying that but and, the original was a good film. Be, it turned out to and, be. The, and then there wouldn't be you know, that many you know, that would much need for product jam, placement. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Ultimately. Well, well, Long-winded way. We Denzel. could have said all that without essentially Morpheus. Morpheus. I mean, you could have said Denzel who would have been like relatively young back then. Could have said the guy in Blade. What's his name? Wesley Snipes. Yeah. He would have been a good... He was probably in jail at the time. I don't know. No, he probably... Tax fraud. No, that was later than that, man. That was later than that. That was, that was later than that. Blade? Years ago. Blade 3 come out, like, 2000. No, but he'd film Blade 3 after, when he came no, out. Was after, he got done for tax afterwards. And you fact that... Drake, right? Drake rapped about it, didn't he? Right. So if Drake rapped about nice. it... All right, fair enough, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. We're getting it fact-checked. Um, no, but this time around, you could have got so many, so many actors... Oh no, that comment is like a red rag to a bull. About capitalism. Okay, uh, mo- next topic. What what we got, Mush? Right, 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 right. Okay, so. Who's I Hit Podcast? <laughs> I haven't got a school. In 2008, he was sentenced to three years in prison. 2008. In 2008. Yeah. I'm glad we got fact checked. <laughs> <laughs> You're fulfilling a decent role there, me old China. Alright, cool. So, in the news over the last few days, the top. EU court has ruled that it is acceptable in certain instances to ban the hijab. Two women brought a case to the highest court. I believe they were both from Germany. They were. They both suffered some form of, or they felt, discrimination at work. Um, Whether that was being made to change roles and ultimately led to their dismissals. Uh, They took it to court. And the ruling went against them. How do we feel about this? Do you want to go, Cass, or shall I? No, I'll let you go. Uh, to be honest, I so obviously there's an emotional aspect to this, given that we're all young Muslim men. Um, in that, 
I mean, I, just to give you an example, my family members wear the hijab and obviously anything that kind of would impinge on their freedom to do so would be mildly offensive, if not worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know the ins and outs of the judgment, so I don't know about the reasoning behind it. So I can't really comment on that. But um, it for for me it feels instinctively wrong in terms of you know the right to freedom of belief um, for you to in in the context of work discriminate against people for wearing religious symbols. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Like I said, that's just my my view, my personal view on it. I think it is wrong, um, but like I said, I don't know the ins and outs. So obviously, people people in the room know that my background is in law, so that's why I'm kind of almost caveating my answer by saying I don't know the ins and outs of this specific case. And did, it seems as though the court actually also, you know, limited its decision to in certain circumstances. So it's not like carte blanche for people to just you know yep. do whatever they want with the hijab um, but yeah so my view is it's wrong well, forget the specifics of the case just in principle well the thing is obviously there's a balance to strike and you know I, I didn't want to lead with the devil's advocate kind of view but there's, you know, what they're balancing is the freedom of the individual against the freedom of the company, right? And the freedom of the company is probably to do with its own image and its own standards in terms of what it wants in the workplace and the workplace culture that it wants to cultivate. Yeah. Um, so it won't be strictly, I mean, I would have thought it wouldn't be strictly limited to just headscarves. I, I guess it would also be other religious, um, you know, religious... Uh, Attire. Attire, exactly, or religious symbols. So, um, you know, there have been high-profile cases of people wearing, you know, the cross that have taken it all the way to the European Court of Justice as well. Um, and uh, so... Did they lose? I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Right, I, fe- I feel like... I feel like oh, they was did the airline lose. person, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I feel I like they did lose. Uh, see, see, just, just to touch upon what you were saying now, so for me... If it's applied uniformly across everything where a state is trying to become secular, or an organisation trying to become secular, whilst I don't agree with it, you can start to stomach it. Yeah. When it seems like it's a specific group that's being targeted, targeted, and especially belonging to that group, you start to think... Well, I mean, it's questionable whether or not we even belong to that group. Because we're not Muslim women, are we? So we don't know. We don't know. Uh, no, but uh, we've got. A, we've got. A, we've got. A, we we have Muslim women in our lives. What do yeah. you mean? Do we not believe it? No, but equally, it? but equally, it's something that is exclusive to the Muslim female experience. Is what I'm saying. I agree. I agree. It is. But at the end of the day, on this podcast and as part of this conversation, yeah, yeah. But at the moment from yeah. our perspective, we've got to think about it from our sisters, from our wives, from our yeah. mother's perspective yeah, yeah. and daughter's perspective. So for, from that point of view, I would want them to have the choice to wear it if they want to wear it or not wear it if they want to wear it and not be forced by an organization to say you can't wear that. 
unless that rule is uniform, right? And if that rule is then uniform, then that person has the choice to decide whether or not they want to work there or not. Because they made it clear. Well, well, this is it. So one of the things that I do know about this particular case is that in both instances, both women joined work without wearing the headscarf or the hijab. And then I think they both went off for maternity leave or parental leave, whatever the terminology is in Germany. And then after returning, they then wore the hijab and that's when it became an issue. So in those circumstances then, does, would, would that change your Well, you're suggesting that they were, well, they were employed, they didn't have it, so it wasn't an issue at the turn of yeah. point of employment. Yeah, so how would that, so how would that affect So two you? things then that coming from, one from you, one from you, so start from the, the first point you made. Which is the instance, you said it mentioned about it, if it was, the niche is trying to become more secular, for example, France, you could stomach it. Given that France is already doing that, and it's impacting this, what their population, about 7 million? Yeah. And it's only in the, a few thousands that it's actually directly impacting. And in there it's more so because it's like with the niqab and all that kind of stuff. Those Muslims are, are, are unable to stomach it. For, 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 me, for me, that's a broader problem as well in France. In that, obviously France has got a colonial history yep. that links to, you know, Muslim areas in North Africa, right? Mm -hmm. And as a result, they've had a lot of mi migration from those areas. Um, and... When people look at France, they so f the French have got quite an interesting political history in that there's always been this drive for secularism in France hundreds of years ago. Like, you know, back when there was a French Revolution in the, like, the late 18th century, when they got rid of their king and all of that, um, they tried to kind of move religion out of their politics as well. Um, but I feel as though that drive to be almost militant with their secularism, in my opinion, and this is just, again, emotions talking, um, I feel as though it is directed at their Muslim population. But that's what I'm getting at. So I agree with what you're saying there. Cause it's, so what my question is, is at what point do you feel that you would then be able to stomach it? What changes, so they go out and they put a blanket ban on religion. At what point would you then say, okay, yeah, Actually, I agree now. It's across everybody. I don't think it's an agreement. It's never going to be an agreement. What I mean by that is, so like if there's a hijab ban in, in Europe, mm -hmm. right? Hijab ban in Europe. That's got to apply to all religions. And everyone who wants to wear a head covering. Nuns, Jewish people, whatever. That, that's got to be applied uniformly to everybody. And then you start to understand that this isn't targeted at... But, it, but it's not religion. a uniform problem, though, is it? It disproportionately so, yeah. affects Muslim women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It, Nuns are, don't work in banks. Right? They don't mm. work on frontline services, etc., etc., in that respect. Mm. So, we're like, the, the one woman who was involved worked for a pharmaceutical company. And was it was like a daycare company or something? Yeah, I think so. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, it's disproportionately affecting Muslim women. So, they're going to feel a completely different way about it than in comparison to many Catholics who don't wear the, the nun's attire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think you'd ever be able to actually stomach it because it, it, it's like when they've got uh, rules which directly or disproportionately affect black people in America, right? There's always going to be a negative impact, but the, the, the large majority will say, yeah, but the rule's there for everybody. Yeah, yeah, of for, course. Is it? Yeah, Are you sure it's actually there? Or are you doing so it just to, like, to keep a, us down? Yeah, that's effectively like an indirect 
like discriminatory effect where it's not you know in black and white in terms of you know we think you know we're not going to employ muslim women yeah but having that rule means that it disproportionately exactly so going back to what you were saying about the caveats so if i remember rightly in the ruling it mentions something to the effect of in places of employment where they want to keep neutrality okay right <clears throat> so that so they said that only if that's the case and there's a legitimate reason to want to do that mm. yeah do you feel that is then correct see I, I i don't i don't agree with that and the reason why i don't agree with that is because effectively you could marginalize religious communities by you know if if for example if all law firms had that and said that they want to be neutral then you know i work with somebody who wears a headscarf and she would be faced with the choice of having to not work at that law firm or take off her headscarf and i think that would be a really tricky decision for her um and she probably would have to leave well it doesn't and then, impact and then, your work does it well, the, no, but it may not affect your work, but it's the impact is on the person receiving your service. That's the point, right? So let me give you an example, and then you tell me how, how you think it works in that instance. You go to the pharmacy, that being a naughty boy, you need a morning after pill. For myself? No, you, you, a bird's there with you, whatever, whatever, right? So you're there. Now, let's just say the guy behind, big beard, He's got his dopey on. Or if it was a Jewish guy, it was a guy with a, a kipper on. Or, you know, whatever it is. They would feel a certain way about it. They may feel uncomfortable knowing that, oh, actually, this person's unorthodox. They may believe in a certain way. They may be pro this, anti this, etc. So? But it may, it may impact your decision then to receive that service. So you might not go to Boots because... You may not. Uncle Abdul's working there. Correct. Now, would you reckon? That's absolutely true. You go to one where you don't know anybody anyway, so you don't care if it's Muslim or Jew. <laughs> but, but that's just it. Though. <laughs> but, but you may be in a place where that's the only thing that's open at that moment in time. And I've used that as an example, but you could use anything in, in, that, in that case. If the service that you're receiving is then hampered, uh, sorry, you feel no, you're not going to receive a full service. No, because ultimately the customer has... Without judgment. Yeah, but the customer can make their decision. Like, if they're not happy with the person who's providing the service in one place, they can go get the service somewhere else. But that's assuming that there is another place to go uh, receive the service. And the company would have want that, surely, right? No, but it, we're, we're living... You remember, as I hate Jobs said, we're living... Capitalism rules. We live in a capitalist society. There will be another pharmacy down the road or around the corner. No, but it depends. That's what I'm saying. So that's the point, though, isn't it? What? So, the company would therefore be like, well, why would we want to employ this person if people are going to be drawn away from this person and go to the pharmacy down the road? Because there is competition. Yeah, but we all No, know but not that. everyone... The point is, not everyone is going to be like that. But with the company... I agree. Say, I, I, think, I think you leave your prejudices at the door and the people... At the end of the day, you can't be... Oh, my God, I might not go there because the person serving me might have a view. Who gives a crap? You shouldn't give a crap at the end of the day, as long as that doesn't get impacted on you, because what you'll find is the majority of these people will just be keeping themselves to themselves anyway, just there to do a job. Yeah. That's it. In some way, you're there just to grab your stuff and go. So it's, it's pathetic. It's no, actual pathetic ruling, to be honest. But I, yeah? I agree with you, but I think you're oversimplifying it. But it's very difficult <clears throat> to, because it's, how do you insert nuance into, into a ruling on a specific case? So I'm talking generally. 
So no, really but, but, but I think he's citing one of the examples in the case. If she was a far, if she was working at a pharmacy, is that what? No, yes, I'm just using it because obviously yeah. she's working the pharmacy, and I'm just saying if you feel that you are going to be judged or the service that you're going to receive is then going to be hampered in any way because of your own feelings, because you feel that that person is orthodox or they are religious in a particular, they hold certain philosophical views or whatever it is. Is it then, is there a necessity for the company to ensure that neutrality? Yeah, but how many times have you heard that people get scared of tall black men? Does that mean you're not going to hire them? Because some old Karen's going to be afraid to, oh my God, I don't really want to be getting my groceries packed by this guy because he might mug me at the same time in Asda. You Fair. can't draw that line. You have, you've got to keep the whole, the whole yeah. principle and, you know, I mean, this is what winds me up about this this ruling. The more I think about it now, is that the EU and everything is all about putting people first and mm -hmm. protecting people's rights and stuff. And recently, it just seems to be going the other direction. It should always be about protecting people from discrimination, whether it's age-related, race-related, sexual orientation-related, whatever it might be, to protect you from that. So we've come so far as a society to put these rules and you know, educate as much as possible to bring society forward to now take a backward step. And you, you know for a fact that it's targeting our, our religion. And yeah. I don't want to do that because I'm the, I'm the last one to ever point the race card at anybody. But it's, it's just infuriating because whilst Abbas is right, it doesn't directly impact me because I'm not a Muslim woman. At the end of the day, it impacts our community and it impacts our culture. And that's, that's what it is. So it's, it's something where... You know, I think I think the people higher up need to actually have a good good think about what they're what they're doing, the impact that it's going to have, because it's just going to rile people up and cause further division. Which is why we're in this mess in the first place in this country and in, in the West at the moment. This is why we're so divided. What about if it was a, a political opinion that they were displaying? But that's different, right? To a degree, because your religion is your faith. No, but, but they, they didn't mention the politics as well within the ruling. If, there was, if they were displaying something prominent to do with their political opinion, would you feel a different way? Or would you say, look, you know what, you vote, you keep, that's your business. I'm here to receive my service and that's the end of it. But it's, look, I, so I'll give, you, I'll give you an example of what happened to me in, in my line of work. So I was out in one of the NHS hospitals and I've been going into this one service, one equipment library. Yeah. Three times a week for about three years. And there was colleagues in there that I'd see all the time that would help me out, you know, help me move stuff around, help me with where stuff was and, you know, with my meetings and whatnot. After about three years, I was in there and I realised one of them had a swastika tattoo on his arm. Yeah. I'd been in there for three years with this guy. Happy as Larry, sound as a pound, talking to me about how, whatever. Job got done, no problem. So only when I noticed that, I was thinking, oh my God, like, this guy's holding these types of opinions and views. I've been in this room alone with him multiple times. Yeah. Like, anything could have happened if you really wanted to act upon it, right? But ultimately, you've just got to be like, well, sorry, it is what it is. Just carry on. Just carry on. He, he might believe what he wants to believe, but right now we're doing the job and it's done. And surely that's the mentality that people have got to... But in that example, the job got done, right? Yeah. What if it didn't? And he battered me. 
No, no, not necessarily. But let's just say, for example, you went to a bank, you applied for a loan, guy's got a big swastika, you get rejected. Are you not going to feel that it's not because but of his political views? that's discrimination, right? Yeah, but you don't know that it's not because of his political views. You can't prove it's discrimination. It could be because of bad credit history. It could be whatever. It could be I mean, absolutely legitimate. But how can you not feel there's a, paper trail. a particular way? Hey? There's a paper trail. Who goes back and looks and asks for a particular paper trail? You yourself would, would feel. If you saw the squastica in his arm, I'd be like, straight in there. <laughs> G, you know, data, so data, data access. Yeah, data, but we get, don't get, accept get, the swastika. If, yeah. Even if it was Tory, if it were UKIP, if it were Nigel Farage, if it was Tory anything like else, British. if it was anything that you didn't tolerate or accepted, if you then received a negative service, yeah, you yeah, yeah. innately would feel it's because you were mistreated due to racism, due to discrimination, due to any forms of prejudice or whatever it would be. Other than... Sounds like you're advocating you secularism, Mush. No, no, no. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Somebody's got to give you the point. But that's the balance you've got to yeah. strike, right? So that's why I said a couple of minutes ago, I'm the last one to point the race card. There's so many people that we probably know that do point that very, very quickly. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't get... Didn't I have my brand of shampoo in? It's because, it's because I'm brown or black or Chinese or whatever. Which is wrong as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's about finding that balance. I think... I think we're... <laughs> Did I have your brandish It's true though, isn't it? <laughs> Did have any shoulders in? <laughs> Racist. See, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to spend much more time on this topic, but how would you feel if um, your current employers decided to introduce a headscarf ban? For me, I wouldn't accept it. Okay. For me, I wouldn't accept it. No, because I, it's not just about the headscarf. Because it's about anything. Wear whatever you want, right? We've got nothing against anything. It's everybody has the same freedom. It's not just a freedom to wear your scarf. It's a freedom to wear whatever it is that you want to wear. Unless you're going out your way to be offensive yeah, or yeah. using known offensive symbols, etc. Mm. But then that's a different kettle of fish altogether. What I would like to ask to the wider audience is why are people always so obsessed with Muslim women's attire? It's, there's such an obsession about it. It's constantly being bashed, constantly in the news. We're constantly being told by old white men that they're being oppressed, that it's a, a symbol of oppression, that they don't want to do that, that they're now, they don't just liberate our countries, but they also liberate our women from particular types of attire. Niqab, I don't particularly agree with niqab, but I completely would back somebody's right the to right wear to it. Wear it. Exactly, completely totally. agree with totally. it. Hijab, my wife wears it. That's completely her right to wear it. And that's absolutely fine with yeah. me. Yeah. Are you Barry sure you don't force it? Hey? Are you sure you don't force it? Just don't ask her. <laughs> Just don't ask her. <laughs> Where is she? Right? Barry next door. His missus wants to go out and, and, out and about with next to nothing on. That's her absolute right to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got your binoculars on. And it's my right to put a camera in the window. <laughs> no, stop. Well, obviously, that's a joke. Obviously, that's a joke. Barry, if you're listening, it is <laughs> a <joke>. Before the <laughs> coffins start coming back in that door. No, but you're right. And I think, I think just to finish up on this, because yeah. it's not something that we're going to be able to solve sitting here, but yeah. it's, it's now being used as part of. Um, modern day rhetoric isn't it that's all it is it's part yeah. of the culture war it's part exactly and it's all about you know it's oppression the Taliban make you wear it ISIS make you wear it yeah but seven 
uh, whatever the population of Muslims is in the country, uh, in this country or around the world, aren't forcing their wives and daughters yeah. to be wearing it. At the end of the day, like you said, it's a choice. Don't get me wrong, I completely agree. When it's not a choice, that's when you should be doing something about it. However, when it is a choice and you want to wear it, by all means, you can, you know, you could go ahead and, and do that. Similarly, like you said, with Barry's, Barry's missus, if she wants to go out dressed in whatever she wants to get dressed in, mm-hmm. she can do. At the end of the day, it's people's choice. Like, look, we're wearing shorts here today. Well, yeah. Two out of three, anyway. You're in uniform. You're in uniform. You're not warm enough. Um, do you know what I mean? We have the right to do that. We have the right to, you know, to, to, to some degree say what we want to say as well. Yep. Believe what we want to believe. Yep. So we, why, why are we losing that, those values? <laughs> why are we going full circle? Why is it okay and we are encouraging people, you know, to, if they don't believe that they were born in a specific body to have uh, reassignment and drugs and whatever and, you know, help promote civil ceremonies and stuff like that, but then take away rights of other people. It makes no sense to me. That's yeah. the part that I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. I mean, this, this, this country, this country isn't in that going in that direction, though, is it at the moment? At least, nah, I don't think so. But the thing no, is, no, but the rhetoric has been put out there by our politicians. I and mean, Boris Johnson, by our prime minister, yeah, yeah, by our prime minister. But yeah, um, so it's not that it's not conceivable that it could come in in the near future. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I can't see it coming. They've in. seen see they've seen in. riots in the streets Why? before, Mosh. I think it's to I think the Muslim population in this country um, about three and a half million apparently is vocal enough to make sure that, that doesn't happen. But they'd be vocal about other things, and it's still gone in a different direction. I agree, but I think there's also a lot of liberal middle class people that mm-hmm. would be backing that as well. I think uh, something that we touched on last week. Like things like social media and stuff like that will perpetuate a message very, very quickly amongst people. And yes, there'll be division on both sides. And this, well, as I said, it's not happening here. There's division in this in this country. It's come from across the pond and it's come from across the channel. But there is definitely division in this country where we do not allow the opposing view to be heard. We don't want to hear it. If it's not something that I agree with, I don't want to hear it. And that conversation skill is being lost, right? And that. Let's just respect the opposing point of view. Even if we don't agree with it, let's at least respect it because they have the right to have it. That's what's being lost. And that's why... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is the danger, like you yeah. said, of that happening. But I think we're quite a way away from that yeah. because I think for, it, for us to get down that um, rabbit hole, you know, I think a lot of things have to go wrong. And I think a lot of people like us, look, we don't particularly go and march and protest and stuff as much as we probably should. But we don't. But if something like that was coming into play, we we you know we'd mobilise not just people of our race. We'd mobilise all of our friends of all of our races and say, look, you need to you need to stand up for this because this is, this is wrong. What's going to happen? So I think I think. I think but what about the majority? The majority aren't the liberal middle class. The majority are those that from the north that vote blue. Mushy. <coughs> that's not right. No, it does well, look them out. That's not right. Makes that, will have that. Is, the, the thing is. And, you know, look, I don't want to kind of, uh, yeah, I don't want to go down a political uh, rabbit hole here, but just look at GB News, for example. Look at how much of a resounding failure that's been. Yeah, exactly. So that speaks volumes to how moderate this country actually is. People want conservative values, which is why they vote blue, right? Because they feel safe. Yeah. 
because no, but they are also that's people familiarity. that constantly share that rhetoric on social media. No, I mean, nah, not all of them. You're, you're talking that's about now you're over simplifying. Am I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're Are they not the people that said Brexit means Brexit? Yeah, and but voted the, 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 in something loud, that directly the, the impacts lo- their lives negatively. No, but the loud dunces are going to be the ones that share it, right? The yeah, that's silent, also a fair. Point. Silent, yeah, the silent majority. That's the, also the a fair. Conservatives point. aren't yeah. like that yeah. vocally, are they? At one point, you were ready to leave the EU, Mush. Negative. Never. I've always backed the EU. EU to life. EU for life. Kazim, can you? Can you or whatever Jeremy Corbyn's next stance is? <laughs> um, my mate, the the irony of the Brexit thing. Just last last point. One of my mates from Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have told you. I don't. I will shout him out. Wakas from Newcastle. If you're listening to this, subscribe, uh, like, and share. Become a patron. Become <laughs> a patron. Yeah. <laughs> but prove you're a friend of the show. <laughs> but this kid was studying a year abroad in Berlin. And a really good friend of mine, really, really good friend of mine. I went out and uh, visited him for a, for a while and stuff like that. But I remember on the day of the Brexit vote, bearing in mind this guy is in Berlin at the time studying, has posted a long ass message on Facebook to say, make sure you vote leave today, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Took a screenshot, said to him, what the hell are you doing? You're sat in Berlin, the irony. And he goes, yeah, but by the time it happens, I'll be back home, won't I? I'm not too sure you should have shouted him out. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to link to his Instagram if you want to give him some gully. Listen, you best pay up. <laughs> He's regretting it now, though. Regretting it now. Well, You're a kid, though. That You're is life. But that's, that's the impact of social media and stuff like that, isn't it? So, apart from this podcast, what's everyone's plans on commemorating Freedom Day? Oh yeah, Freedom, Freedom Day! Freedom Day! We're all, we're all heading out for an all-nighter, aren't we? Gotta be done, gotta Depends be done. if you've had both jobs. Yeah. A mask on, a mask on. Obviously mask off, like for future. I went into uh, a test room today. <laughs> yeah. I forgot completely <laughs> about Freedom Day. And obviously I didn't wear a mask because I'm medically exempt. Of course you are. I'm medically exempt. You can't ask me why, obviously, legally speaking, as that should do already. And I'm just there waltzing around, everyone's here with their masks on. And I'm like, take it off you, Joey's. <laughs> Joey, it's gone now. You're exempt too. <laughs> it's gone now, boys. Boris, it, Boris has said it's gone. So it's gone. It's gone. Is that coincides? What happened with his, um, his U-turn about his uh, self-isolation? No, that, so that's different. So um, basically, one of the things that they were saying is that they're piloting a... Um, like, there are various pilot schemes... <laughs> So to do with like test and trace and these, stuff. these made up ones that they've just come up with when Michael Gove needed yeah yeah yeah. yeah well they say that it applies to like certain civil service mm. departments I think yeah. uh, I don't know where else they're piloting it but effectively it was a case of um, you know whoever somebody gets pinged because somebody they've been in yeah. contact with um, has tested positive for COVID and they don't need to self-isolate so these two apparently these pilots are randomly selected and Sajid Javid tests positive on Friday or Saturday. Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah. I think earlier in the day, or maybe the day before, uh, Sunak and Johnson had met with Javid. Um, so they obviously got pinged. Yeah. And then, coincidentally, got put on this random pilot. Yeah, the next, yeah, the next day. Obviously. And obviously that... Nothing dodgy about it, yeah. Obviously that prompted... No, a, yeah, no, 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 of course not. Oh, obviously that prompted a massive backlash online. 
and uh, as we know about this government they they are flexible and sway with the winds of public opinion yeah. so as soon as it looked like he was going to get an absolute shafted from the people yeah he decided to take a quick u-turn yeah and pulled out and said oh no i'm going to self-isolate I'm self -isolate, yeah. yeah and same with shishnak <laughs> Sunak, yeah. Is it Sunak? Yeah, no, Shushnak? not Shushnak. You put your old names, Mash. I'm, I'm shit with names, you know what I mean? I'm absolutely You got Peter Patel down to a T. I know. Your future Prime Minister. Fun facts about Peter Patel. That's when you're going to vote blue. Apart from the, the comments of fun the other fact. Fun facts, yeah. Her father's from Uganda, used to distribute UKIP material. Doesn't surprise me one bit. UKIP material. Where do you think she Why is that a fun fact? Because how can you be a POC, a POC, and distribute shit for UKIP? Mushy. I don't want to get into that no, topic, no, no. but it's a fun fact. That's a topic for another day, yeah. but... But is it a disgrace? No, I want to hear you say it's a disgrace. No, that's bullshit what you're saying. What? And you need to retract that. Hang on, that he distributed... You need to take it back. That that it's a disgrace and that people of colour can't be conservative in their political opinion. They cannot be with UKIP. I put it out there. And I'm Why saying that I agree with that. Okay. If you're a POC and you're with UKIP, there is somebody seriously tapped in your noggin. Obvi obviously, you know that I don't lean in that direction at all. But, but you, you just feel it's acceptable. He's just read it. <laughs> it's him. He's our hit podcast. What's it's not me. Nah, he wouldn't know that. <laughs> 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 too busy killing me there. That cheeky eye roll there. Yeah, come on, say, say it. What? You can say it and no, it's, it's true. not a disgrace. And it's, it's not true. It's an absolute disgrace. It's, no, it's not. You cannot be a POC and be supporting a racist party. No, that's... I mean... First I know the EDL had Sikh members, one... Yeah, and BNP had a one Joey. I mean, you can't you can't equivalent the UKIP with the EDL. It's just you a can't. political thing of it, surely, right? No, it's not. I know we're simplifying it, right? Yeah. But Nigel Farage in his tweed jacket, one's racist, the other's racist. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> simple. <laughs> I mean, if we're calling a spade a spade, Boom. the Labour Party is also racist. And so is the Tory Where's party. Yeah, yeah. And so is the Tory party. Yeah, we agree. If we, if we, if we call the Keir Starmer Labour Party, we agree, we agree. <laughs> if we're calling spades a, sp a spade... Anyway, I didn't want to sidetrack from the, yeah. what we were talking about. So Free where, where were we again? So Freedom, Freedom Day, Day, right? Freedom Day. So all of a sudden... I, no more I mean, fun we, facts. Talk, we were talking about going out raving and then we dived yeah. down into... <laughs> no the more fun facts. Yeah. Yeah. No, more fun facts yeah. no more fun facts ever. This is episode two and that's it. They're cut <laughs> out. The fun fact segment. So, like, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of them where exactly. COVID's disappeared. From today, COVID's disappeared, apparently. Um, there's 140,000 people down at Silverstone yesterday. Um, people are you know, We have 50,000 new cases on, uh, in, on Saturday. There was half a million people pinged, I think, last week. Yeah. Um, have you ever, did you download the app? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever used it? That yeah. lovely normal thing. He's, yeah. he's never even done it. I've never had it. Never had no, it. I've got it. So why get things? <laughs> I just think what a waste of time it is. But didn't you tell your employer you couldn't go to that important meeting because you got pinged last week or something? <laughs> no, but I, I, I can't go because of my anxiety. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so because I'm, I get anxious leaving the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, no wonder you're sweating so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, it's, I think... Except for the odd gym session. <laughs> I think it's one of them where it's going to be massive, massive adjustment for people. So like you said, you were in Tesco's earlier, you went without a mask. You might have felt a way about it, you might not have felt a way about it. I went, where did I go? I went to pick up some Matai um, for my in-laws. Mm. Um, I forgot a mask. Gone in there, everyone's masked up. There's only me and my wife in there and the, the, all the workers are masked up. I felt so bad that I didn't have a mask on. But technically and legally, I'm okay now. Yeah. Which is bizarre. It's something really difficult to try yeah, to get yeah, your head course, around. Yeah. Like, like, whether or not you can or you can't. Granted, they've, they've also then said, use your common sense uh, with regards to certain things, which is probably the right time to say it now when we've been living with the disease for an, a year and a half rather than a year and a half ago when they were like, yeah, use your common sense if you want to use a mask or not, which was, you know, which is why we got into the as big a mess as we got into. Um, I think a lot of people have been waiting for today. But as we discussed or touched on last week, I think... Freedom Day really happened when phase three happened. Like, you know, things start to unlock then, you know, you could, what could you do? What can you do now that Freedom Day has happened that you couldn't do before? You're saying like from about what, March, was it? No, 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 it was May the, May. Yeah, May the 26th, Sorry, May. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May the 26th. Um, hey, it worked out in my favor. I managed to get married because of the partial unlocking that happened. Um, but it's like, it's one of them where you just think, what what's the big difference? It's mainly to me, it's the night nighttime economy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is pretty much open because, unfortunately, the people who are gonna flout the rules or not want to wear a mask won't wear a mask, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, they'll be like, "Yeah, I'm walking in." I was in BP the other day. Everyone was wearing a mask. One guy comes in, pushes in right to the front of the queue, says, "Give me this." Blah blah blah. No mask or no regard for anyone's safety. You're just thinking, "You're gonna be a twat. You're gonna be a twat." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the only thing is now, you could go around without wearing a mask. You weren't Muslim, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Mushy, you can't say that. I was just laughing. Oh, yeah. The reason I, I was laughing is because that's probably you doing it in your local BP, Mush. I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of them where the only thing is, you could go out now. That you couldn't go. Yeah. Last time. So, um, so I'll see you in town. Saturday night. Saturday night. Uh, word on the street is that you were there at midnight waiting to get in to the local club. <clears throat> How was the night? La hola, la You got a fake ID? Yeah, what? I don't need a fake ID. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, this, but, your legit ID definitely won't get you into anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I still got ID for Red Bull. This, the, this geezer is probably going to get ID'd until he's about 35, I reckon. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. I get ID'd everywhere. You're saying that with pride. Get it's a compliment, man. You definitely it's a compliment. don't get ID'd. <laughs> yeah. This is a good thing. <laughs> you know why? Because I am 35. <laughs> <laughs> so you <laughs> hit the pinnacle point. I'm hit that point. You're into it. Six months ago. Six months ago, yeah. Was he? I was still getting ID'd a year ago. When I was clean shaved. Still have more hair on my face than you. So are you going to go back to the football now when it's reopens? Um, probably not. So you're going to take I'm, a break I'm, from Bremen Lane? The thing is, I'm 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 quite excited about the new season. Mm. Um, but I the championship. I just I mean, no VAR. Come on, proper football. 
proper Listen, English I beat the Bramble Lane when it was proper football. No, you weren't. You were there in the Premier League day when you had pansies diving all over it. There was a lot more. There was a lot more rugby tackles. <laughs> 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 you only turn up at Premier League. Yeah, I my team's play, didn't I? He's a plastic <laughs> fan. He's a plastic fan. This guy. Never claimed. To I be was there in the League One days in the old China. Any kind. On a, on a light-hearted note, should we? Should they get rid of VAR? Uh, I mean, if you want me to, in a word, yes. Yeah. As our last topic, it's a travesty, right? Yes. No. Why? Favours the bigger clubs. No, it doesn't. I think if you use... There was a really interesting article on BBC, I think, about the use of VAR at the Euros mm-hmm. and how they used it at the Euros. You've got to remember, it's a system that they've only really started using for two years now. So it's still learning, still improving, still getting it better. You're never going to get anything right as big as that straight away. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. What, they did what the about Euros the common sense aspect? But this is it, right? So that's what they did at the Euros. Yeah. So if the referee did not make a clear and obvious error, so for example, if there was a penalty that wasn't given mm-hmm. and there was a, a tap like that, they didn't overturn it because they, think, they didn't think it was a clear and obvious error. Yeah. Whereas last year they probably would have done. Yeah. And vice versa, it happened again with in, Sterling. I mean, Sterling, they didn't give a pen. It's too subjective. They didn't give a pen for Sterling's, but it was a light touch, so they didn't give it in one of the cases. Because I didn't think the ref made a clear and obvious error. The Denmark one, he gave. Ordinarily, it would have likely have been turned over if it was the Premier League. The that extra was time. So I think shit. Yeah. I think the Premier League VAR is worse than what, what we saw. They had a dedicated VAR for uh, offsides and goal decisions, which made things go so much quicker. Was the offside as ridiculous as his armpit was offside? But this is it, right? So these are the things that they're learning from. So even this year, the Premier League have said they're going to use thicker lines so to make sure that you're not going to get you know, big toe offsides. But offsides is the one where a lot of pundits agree that VAR's probably been used right for, whilst we don't agree as fans. You're either on or you're off. The rule is clear. It's not subjective. If the it's, rule it's states, subjective, the, the, the oh. element of subjectivity is introduced by the person who's using the lines. Ah, oh, now you're nitpicking the whole it's, right? it's not nitpicking It's only at all. objective if you clearly define what part of the body is going to constitute as offside. Which is? So when they say anything you can score with, and like you say, his armpits the in, he's like, right, he's offside. Like, what? No, but that's it. So, that's it, right? So they've clarified stuff like that, haven't they? They've already clarified stuff I don't know like about that. the Euros, but I know in the Premier League that was still an issue. The, the, at, at, at last at last record, uh, about half midway through the season. No, I'm sure they've clarified that way. It's like the T-shirt rule now. So right. anything below here. And I don't think the armpit counts anymore. I think it's obviously your feet. There might be some element of subjectivity with regards to who places yep. the lines, but you, you, you're never going to get rid of that. That's, that's something that you can't get rid of, and that's yep. going to be minimal. I think for offsides, I think goal line technology, I think um, I think this should just give you a review. I think you should take it one step further. If you're that passionate that that isn't a pen, or that is a pen, yeah, you have a review. I don't want it to end up like shitty American sports that then t- last for five hours. Yeah. Every five, well, hang on a minute, right? That's, the another, that's another topic. Referee's going to go to the sideline. Oh, yeah, we're in a review. No, but look, no, how, but look how they do it in, in rugby. It's amazing the way it works. Know, in rugby. Yeah, no, it works really well in rugby, right? Um, I'm working I think, class. I think, uh, 
be from north, so we should be watching rugby league. league. Yeah, yeah, we should be watching rugby league. <laughs> but like, I think I think it's it's here now. It's gonna stay. Mm. You just you just polish it up, make it the best use of it as possible. One thing I want to touch on, you just mentioned about trying not to make it into an American thing. You know, everyone had this big problem with the European Super League and whatnot. Some of these proposals that have come out from UEFA, I think it was yesterday, about how the referees watch stops every time the ball goes out mm. and all of this. You know, three 30 minutes rather than 45 minute halves and stuff like that. That's what's going to Americanize the sport. Yeah. That's where, you know, everyone, like I said, everyone kicked off about the European Super League. That's where we're going to be like, hang on a minute, what the hell are these guys thinking about? Like, Thinking about this isn't, this we isn't don't it. want Americanization of our sports, none But my, my argument about VAR is the fact that I don't, I think your referees should be human, it should have mm. that human error along with the players. I agree, but they never come out and talk about it, so yeah, the well, they're not allowed, are they? They should be. But look, speaking specifically and selfishly. As a Man United fan, right. <laughs> you've experienced this as I've experienced. Whenever those big European games have happened over the last thirty years, yeah, refs always done us. They've always robbed us. Always always done done wow, they call them Barchester United. always robbed us. It's not like Manchester United. Right, that okay. is a fact. All the big wow. calls always go against That's us. That's a fact. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a fact. Of course it's a fact. Even Jose Mourinho said it. Oh, never Jose. Lies. Yeah, Jose never, <laughs> never, lies. Lies. He never lies. He never lies. The prophet Jose. He also, also said that Luke Shaw was shit. Yeah. And now he's the best left back. They call him Shawberto Carlos Mosh. <laughs> he has one good little fluke. That is really He's been brilliant for about three years, man. Did you see his goal? Obviously in the final. Yeah. Right now, are you putting him on par with I, Roberto I, Van Persie? Roberto Van Persie. Oh, RVP, the Robin, great. Robin. Yeah, Robbie Van Persie, the greatest Manchester United legend. Yeah, but he was a left back. <laughs> no, but that left footer when he shot and scored. But he was a I, left I, little poxy little. I hate podcasters just commented saying that Howard Webb was on Man United's box, which is very true. It's true. Oh, we. And Fergie time. You and Fergie time. Yeah, you can't complain about referees when you fact when you have a whole segment of time in your games called Fergie time. You know, he was the greatest manager. Of okay, all time. yeah, you'd be like, and then there'd be six extra minutes of extra time or something. Only because it was yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, what, what we are here? Yeah. I, I don't understand what the point is here, but that's what. See, that's another reason why it should stay. Right. Yeah. Get rid of the European referee. Anti-United bias. Get rid of UEFA as well, then. Whilst we're at it, <laughs> boys. Keep it in the Euros. Get rid of <laughs> <laughs> and get rid of uh, FIFA. Uh, too. Get rid of it in the Premier League. I don't know, man. I think it's here now. I think it's here. I think it works. It. How does the it work? Really work? The thing that that's infuriating. Work, the, thing that, the thing that winds me up about it is you don't know if you scored the goal or not. You've been to games where we've cheered, and then we're like, "Oh shit, Varchek," and then, "Oh shit, no goal." Yeah, no, that was against Man United as well. I was fucking grateful that those goals didn't go in. <laughs> yeah, but there's like the times where it's like handball, but they have to wait for a ball to go out of play or something, don't they? Yeah. It just carries on for ages. Yeah, exactly. And then it's all, oh, yeah. And no, it's like, what if they score? Yeah. Go up the other side, score, and, oh, it's handball. Yeah, like, it was handball, so drink it Ten back. minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, that is shit. Yeah. But they've changed that as well because it's all about the last play, last phase of play as well and stuff like that. I think it's... And why does it need to get super complicated? In the old days, the, the most complicated thing about football was the offside rule. And that's it. 
I think they should just use it for handball. You still don't understand that upside, do you, Mush? I think it's usually f- when one goes <laughs> left and passes back to Kipper, right? Handballs. And his arm fits like yeah. <laughs> Handballs, fouls, mistaken identity, and goals. Maybe you keep it for that. Goals, if it's. I mean. As in goal line technology. But goals goal already done, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a fucking farce as well. Don't get me started on how, like. Stupid that. Was it against Sheffield United where one where the camera didn't see you? Yeah, exactly. And VAR didn't even overturn it. So what the fuck's the point of VAR? Pardon my French. You might need to move that bar down a little bit. You might need to move that sound bar down a little bit. This guy's getting a bit too much. No, why is the point? We'd still be in the Premier League right now. It's true, okay, it's true. Aston Villa would be in the Championship. And Mooks would be a season ticket holder again. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I tried to get a refund on my season ticket holder. He's just left it with the with the club. With the club. I'm, I'm happy for the money to remain in the club. I was like, listen, we're entitled to a partial <laughs> refund. And he was like, nah, I'm going to leave it there. I was like, what do you mean leave it there? I wanted to pay Chris Wilder's £3 million payout. Is it gone? Yeah, he's Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Let's not do a football podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this isn't a football podcast. Yeah, it isn't. But sure. <laughs> anyway, Varane's coming. Varane is coming. Varane's coming. Inshallah. Is it all sorted? The, the Varane 5 Close. shirt has already been ordered. I think he's agreed personal terms. Definitely wants a new challenge. Wants Ka- to move to the Premier League. Yeah. Cass has already announced, uh, here we go. So it's happening, boys. It's happening. United <laughs> up there. Real have also put a fee on, even though officially they're waiting for him to come back to training. The the, the little bit of a fear is Ancelotti might try and convince him to stay. But how long has he got left on his contract? One year. So it's a it's a Ramos thing again. No, yeah. but he's he's been rejecting their contract since February. They've offered him a pay cut. Yeah. And the captaincy. Because so the Spanish clubs are, are are gone. Yeah. Basically, right. So Barca are signing free contracts. They're signing free contracts. They need to save money. So basically, Ramos is off the books purely simply because they couldn't pay him mm-hmm. again. So he's gone on a free. They've paid David Alaba probably 350k a week to get him on a free, but they're not paying a transfer fee. Mm-hmm. So they've offered him a pay cut, but they said, we'll give you a captaincy. And he's, he's, look, at the end of the day, we offer him a pay rise and said, come and work with old Slabhead over here, Paul Pompers here. The comments have asked, what about Sergio Ramos? What happened then? Can you uh, explain the scenario, the situation? Well, I'd say Mooks is probably the best person to, <laughs> to explain the situation. No, 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 we need to be fair on Mooks here. You both were giddy the, uh, over the <laughs> fact that Sergio Ramos is signing for Man United. <laughs> well, we've been giddy at quite a few announcements. <laughs> Di Maria came. We were like, yeah, 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 yeah. He flopped. Schweinsteiger. Was, didn't, didn't do too bad. He did all right. He was a shadow of himself. Yeah, he shadow of himself. Right. He did all right. Do you know what I mean? He was he was right. a flop. Falcao. What the little Ronaldo go? Got, see, this is how bad he's our club. You've got right? that shit. Is the gayer in the net? Listen, he's not shit. And listen, that listen. other what with that Sheffield United keeper? <laughs> he's proper garbage. Dean Henderson. Oh, wow. He's garbage. But you know what? Let me just say one thing on him. At Chef U, oh, you see we're amazing. Good. <laughs> but it's just, the, it's just the difference in quality. <laughs> it's not quality, it's like, mindset. It's pressure. The players under him there, I've he seen was him. the no, best. No, no, no. no it's no. not that at all. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> it's mindset, mentality. <laughs> yeah, go on, it's man. mentality. Mindset, yeah. So he, like, obviously he didn't, he th- he didn't really have that much pressure at Chef U. Like, 
so his career, he was on loan at like Shrewsbury and yeah. was it Notts County or somewhere? And then he eventually ended up at us. And it was like they'd graded him, like they'd gradually got him up through the tiers of the football league and, and into the championship. He did great with us, but then there was a bit of pressure put on him in some games. So like the one that really sticks out for me is, and the reason why I hate Aston Villa is this three all at Aston Villa at Villa Park. He made a mistake. We were three nil up at half time. He made him. We three nil up with ten minutes to go. He made a mistake, and his head went. Ah, shit. And oh, is he shit? Okay, well he's my new player, so that's fair dues. Why well, you guys are uh, defensive? Like he's your player. I'm not. <laughs> like he's trying to like you get real upset, man. I said, I said he's a man new player. I don't know why you're coming up with this shit. <laughs> and for our uh, non Pakistani listeners, Chachi Naputer, Chachi Naputer, his uncle's son. <laughs> Dad's brother's son, to be specific. That's younger brother. Is he your cousin? Yeah. Is he your cousin? He's not my cousin, bro. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so he, his head went. He made a mistake. His head went, and he, he basically like he made further mistakes, which made it three all. It ended up being three all. And the reason why I hate Villa is they 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 uh, cheered that result as if they'd won the FA Cup, even yeah. though it was a. Championship game on a Friday evening against Sheffield. I mean, we were second in the league at the time, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, um, I think he's just, he needs to work on his mindset. And obviously that will come with the more he matures. Um, I think he's a great keeper and I think they'd be stupid to get rid of him. They need to just keep blooding him in, keep giving him the time, be patient with him. Obviously, he's a Man U fan. He's come through the ranks. It fits the Man U philosophy. He'd be stupid to get rid of. You think he'll be United number one? I think he, I, and I think he'll be England number one as well. Nah, England number one. Shoot. I think years, years. Like he, he needs the time. You gotta remember, he's twenty-two in goalkeeping terms. Yeah, but in goalkeeping terms, that he's a baby. Yeah, and De Gea is in his prime. De Gea's on three hundred and fifty grand a week. De Gea just giving Henderson one hundred and twenty grand a week. I think De Gea, unfortunately, as has been stuck because of the pathetic defence that we've had. Wow. Which is why Raf, big Raf coming in, get CDM in. Have you bought the shit already, Cass? I'll definitely. No, I don't order? want to support, I don't want to support the order? Glazer movement, that's the problem. I don't want to support the Glazer movement, which is why I don't want to buy the shit, so I'm going to have to use one of your Far East websites. Where's, where's your Fellaini <laughs> top? You mean one of his Far East websites? Where, where's your... One of your cousin's shops, yeah. <laughs> oh, my cousin. From South Korea. <laughs> Did you ever get your Fellini top? No, I won the bet. Nobody ever bought me one, so I don't know what happened. Okay, right. All right. We went. Do you want a name machine? I'm the off chance. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I'm, not, I'm giving up on that. I might get a Shenzhen Shuangdong or whatever it is that he plays for at the moment. Their top with Fellini on the back rather than the United one. But we'll see. We'll see. Glazers I think it's going to be exciting. I think it'll be... Uh, you know. Glazers out. Up oh, the blades. Totally. Is that your message? Glazers out. Totally. But it could be a good... Free topic. Palestine. It could be a good... That's a topic that we completely missed. But yeah. It could be a good one for us. Should we... Uh, yeah, we are now. We're going to go. Well, fishy point. I was just going to say, it could be a good season for us. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, get too complacent because City didn't really get out of third gear, I reckon. They only really hit form for a couple of months and then just chilled out yeah. again. I'm telling you, if you get that... Varane Trippier in and that's the title straight away I boys. think we need to yeah, the title. Mid. I think we need to <laughs> 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 the title. Good job, sir. 
<laughs> right. All right, guys. That's everything for this episode. Don't forget to like, comment, share the video. Do subscribe to our various social media channels. Cassim's is sneaks underscore n underscore beats. Sneaks and beats. Abbas. Mine's that mar mar that marathon man on Instagram. And mine is Wading Games. Do follow the chat on Discord and the usual social media websites. And we will catch you next week when we will bring to you things about... <laughs> I have no idea what this segment was going to be about. Um, well, the big thing this week is... Clearly you're well prepared. Clearly you're well prepared. Well, it's Eid, isn't it? So we'll talk about Eid and how everybody celebrated. But so, you no, know... Do you want to do that again? Or... <laughs> yeah, I'll do it again. I'll just listen to that. All right, guys. Thanks for... Hang on, let me just have a bit of silence first. It's just easier to cut. Hang on. I'm going to sit properly then for this yeah, yeah. last section. Let's get guns out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pass me that dunda. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Alright guys, thanks for watching. Please do like, comment, share and subscribe. If you like what we do, do let us know. You can uh, drop a message on Discord, Twitter, everything else. And our main social media accounts which are... Sneaks underscore N underscore Beats. And... That Marathon Man on IG. And mine is Wading Games. Sevan, what's yours? Uh, Fiaz Adi. Not save on. Yeah, not save on. <laughs> uh, not save on on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Good night. Peace. Hey, the Wade in podcast. Stay tuned in. You don't want to miss it. Conversation that's so authentic. Come join right now. Let's go. Let's get it. The Wade in podcast. Based in the UK and we got it popping. Talking about issues and so many topics. Never hold back. We got to be honest. Uh, talking out many scenarios and breaking down actions and the consequences. I admit it's getting intense with Wade hosting. You don't really want to miss it. The Wade in podcast. The Wade in podcast. Let's go.